This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Donna and Steve on my talk, 1071. Everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, producer I am Grant. Also with us, uh, any of you guys check out the uh, New York Times uh, docuseries on Britney Spears? No, that's the they've done a series of these docu- uh, documentaries where they do a deep dive on a variety of different topics. Britney being the latest, right? This yeah, is their, their New York Times series. Yes, it's called Framing Britney Spears. It's about uh, like an hour and 40 minutes long. And I have to say, you know, I thought I knew everything that was going on with her and I, that there was nothing else to tell, but the way they quote unquote frame it uh, gives you a different perspective. If you were someone mm. who maybe thought like the free Britney movement was just a silly fan thing. Sure. It really does give it legs. So the documentary to me is as much about Britney Spears as it is about her fans and their, um, their awareness of the that she is for you know almost 40 years old and she's been living under this conservatorship for what 13 years probably yeah so they talk a little bit about that um she they use old footage you know of interviews and performances and things like that but she is subject to this court-imposed conservatorship which is really a guardianship usually Usually you don't hear about this with a young, productive, functioning adult, young adult. It's usually, you know, something that's used for elderly people who are unable to provide. I mean, everything from like food and clothing and shelter for themselves Mm. uh, to make financial decisions. So this conservatorship can decide where she lives, how she spends her money, what medication she takes, who she spends time with. It's just really eye-opening. I can, you know, I have to say this about the Britney drama. I have um I guess I guess intentionally, subconsciously intentionally, I don't know, uh, stayed away from all of the Britney stuff. Mm-hmm. I have only seeing the headlines at an arm's distance and all of that. That being said, not for any particular reason. I guess I just, I've known they're out there and I've never wanted to take the next step, learn a little bit more about what's really going on here. Mm -hmm. But I am intrigued by this to maybe, you know, I feel like, do you feel like for the novice Britney drum, for the person who kind of like their music, fun, whatever, know she's had her ups and her certainly fair share of downs. Is this a good broad brush 
stroke of the whole story that you would watch it yeah. and feel like you're all caught up to speed? Yeah, I think so. I think so. And it also gives you a little bit of an education of how they could take away her civil liberties and give them to someone else wow. when this thing is supposed to be like a last resort kind of situation. Um, you know, on the other side of it, they're saying, you know, this prevents her from potentially toxic people. Um, toxic. They, they've, I get it. <laughs> they've, um, extended this conservatorship four times and she has asked two times that her dad be removed she has been denied so it makes you wonder well why does it keep getting denied you know um she she wants the court hearings to be open to the public now and you know they take a look back in the in the first half and you can see without them saying it you can clearly see how she was sexualized even as a child mm. uh, she was on what was the show that ed mcmahon star so, search star search you could see her on star search and ed mcmahon is like you have pretty eyes do you have a boyfriend then there's another interviewer who says you know everyone's talking about your breasts she was like in her mid to late teens at the oh. time mm. you know and there were parents who hated her because their kids loved her and she's like i'm not here to babysit your kids right you know so it's just really interesting you know you can see these photographers who were obsessed with whether or not um she well there's a male photographer in one scene who says oh you can tell she really enjoys the paparazzi now that's just yeah so gross then they were obsessed with her virginity it's just I don't know if you heard this, but now people are talking about how Diane Sawyer gave her such a hard time during her interview. Um, Oh, yes, yes. Did you see that headline, Steve? From 2003, was it? Yes, yes. And, you know, people are talking about that. There's a montage of all these tough questions that Diane Sawyer um, was asking her about. She basically blames Britney for her breakup with Justin Timberlake, saying you broke his heart. Uh, Mm. What did you do? So I can see where, you know, your kids are taken away from you, right? And sure. then she has this breakdown, but you can clearly see a better picture as to how that happened. She's in a car at one point with um, her cousin, and she's trying to see her kids, and she's not allowed to see her kids. And then you've got photographers all over you when you're trying to deal with this deeply personal situation. Jeez. Mm, and I could see. Anyway, it's it's uh, really, really uh, well done. I've got the quick 30-second trailer here. You want to hear it quick? Yeah. Sure. Brittany was so focused. This is a girl that's coming from strength. People became fascinated with her sort of unraveling. How we treated her was disgusting. She accepted the conservatorship was going to happen, but she didn't want her father to be a conservative. Anytime there's that amount of money to be made, you have to question the motives of everyone. Why is her dad making all of her decisions? Why is she still in this? What do we want? Brittany! There you go. Weird. Yeah, so Craig Ferguson's also trending on Twitter today because a uh, 2007 monologue of his has been unearthed where the former host of The Late Late Show says comedy shouldn't be about attacking the vulnerable. And he, in that monologue, went on to say, like, I'm not going to I'm not gonna make fun of Britney Spears anymore. She's a baby. She's 25. She's got two young kids. And he even mentioned uh, Anna Nicole Smith 
as well, saying like, we shouldn't have been doing this. We shouldn't have been Mm-mm. making these jokes. And he said, my aim was off and I'm going to redirect. We need to be targeting the powerful and the, you know, those who need to yes. be held accountable. That's what, um, if you're going to take shot in comedy, that's who you should be taking shots at, not these people who I'm, are struggling. I was thinking the same thing, Steve, uh, when I was watching that Anna Nicole Smith uh, 2020 special last Friday. It's just so gross. You you can clearly see that this woman is struggling, right? You can right. you can just hear it in her speech. You you can just see it, and then here's Letterman making jo- doing a top ten about her. Then there's uh, Jay Leno. Um, you know, just it's just it's kind of icky. But yet I understand coming from a comedian standpoint, you know, any nothing should be off limits. But I I think as a human being, sometimes you kind of have to take a look at your material and what you're doing. Thank you. <sighs> Does mention um, Trump at one point. Bear in mind, this is 2007. He's not talking about President Trump. This is so, you know. Not getting political here, but uh, here's Craig Ferguson. Now, I remember what's it's been happening in the press and the media recently, and particularly in the so-called news outlets, the the way the media is looking at the world. I kind of had similar feelings when I... When I used to watch America's Funniest Home Videos, you know, you'd be laughing at the kid falling over, and then you go, wait a minute, put down the damn camera and help your kid! What the hell is wrong with you? And I, and I, and I think we're kind of holding the camera, and people are falling apart. People are, people are dying. That Anna Nicole Smith woman, she died. No, it's not a joke, you know, it's, it stops being funny. That, that she's got a six-week-old kid or six-month-old kid. What the hell is that? You know, and, I, I, and I, I'm starting to feel uncomfortable about making fun of these people. And for me, comedy should have a certain amount of joy in it. It should be about, uh, about us attacking the powerful people, attacking <laughs> the politicians and the, and the Trumps and the, and the blowhards and the world, going after them. We should be attacking the vulnerable people. And I think, I, I'm going to, this is totally a mere call, but this is just for me. I think my aim's been off a bit recently. I, I, I want to change it a bit. So tonight, no Britney Spears jokes. This woman has two kids. She's 25 years old. She's a baby herself. Hmm. She's a baby. So there you go. That's Craig Ferguson all the way back in 2007. Now That's trending awesome. again on Twitter today with the release of this documentary. Uh, well, how about this? We'll get a bunch lighter whenever we come back. I came across a dumb list of the most romantic drinks that people drink on Valentine's Day. And there is one okay. glaring omission from this list. Also, uh, and this will eventually lead us into our confession, the Gorilla Glue lady, the lady yeah, who put Gorilla yep, Glue in her hair. Yep. Yeah, that story has taken a twist. Uh, we'll tell you what Gorilla Glue is now saying about her that when we come back on donna and steve on my talk hey we have to say thanks to chill boys for sponsoring our podcast steve i'm glad you brought that up because maybe it's more awkward if i just start by telling you about the underwear that i'm wearing okay listen i'm wearing chill boys underwear they are for real the softest fabric i've ever put on my loins is that of chill boys they're made of bamboo I always thought bamboo were like bamboo shoots that pandas eat, but apparently, I don't know, I guess you can break it down and turn it into a beautiful fabric that is so cool and so comfy. Now, when you say cool, you actually mean physically, temperature-wise, cool. Imagine this. When I put my underwear on. Oh, God. In the morning or every other morning. Mm. As I pull them on, I feel the coolness of the fabric on my legs and my 
loins. Well, the cool thing about it, thank you for bringing your loins into this uh, broadcast today. Uh, The cool thing about it is that it's got a little bit of spandex in it with 95% of bamboo. So you get that comfort, the perfect fit. From you know what, what I hear. That's, that is, that's the God's honest truth. It's right where you need it. Chillboys.com. Go check them out. Chillboys, comfort where it counts. Weather. Welcome back. Never gets old, does it? Ah. <laughs> he doesn't even have to be what's up. He just be like, nah. Just make that noise. Nah. Studies have shown that... Studies medic- have shown that the microbial... Several long-term studies have shown... They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings, <laughs> our study buddies... The perfect nerd couple... Donna and Steve. <laughs> hey, guys. Hey, Steve. It's Yabs. Yeah, boy. Stevie boy. Milonovich mm. here. <laughs> All right. Tony Bolonovich. Hey, Tony Bolonovich. Let's hear it again. Uh, Tony Bolonovich here. <laughs> People call me the king of cold cuts. <laughs> <laughs> what a delightfully stupid thing that was. Oh, my God, that was the one that stood out to me the most during the Super Well, Bowl of course, you can take the girl out of Jersey. <laughs> Tony Balonovic. Very funny. The cold cut king. People call me the cold cut. Let's play. Aloha, Tony Balonovic here. People call me the king of cold cuts. <laughs> People call me. It's funny. What's the most romantic drink that you would pour on Valentine's Day? Do you have a go-to? Valentine's Day is coming up in oh. five days. I would say. Like red wine because red, it's red. red wine. His hearts are red. Oh yeah, they are. You know, you you, you sip it slow. Red wine came in at number one on the list. Two thousand people asked the most romantic boo- boozy beverage. <laughs> I almost said booby. Uh, and red wine came in number one, just ahead of tequila. No, think overrated <laughs> drinks. Don't have much flavor at all. Uh, seltzer? It's a fast track to a headache. Champagne. Oh, Oh, is it really? I think so. Oh, I would say red wine over anything. Is that right, Queen? I think so, Queen. Maybe that's because I once um, accidentally, hmm, victim mentality, got drunk on champagne on a cruise. We were at a on a cruise, and they had this champagne waterfall. It was my first time oh, ever on a cruise. Sure, like a fountain. It, yeah, no, like everybody goes up, and then they're they're stacking these glasses of champagne. It's unbelievable, and they're pouring, and then each person gets to go up and pour more in, and then like the final pour, it's just water falling into all of the other glasses and the whole thing. You have this whole champagne waterfall, and this episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Saks.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I think I had seven in a span of about 30 or 40 minutes. Oh. What's up Look, to you? Little. New York, New York. Cody. We're all doing that. Balunovich. I was going to say, and this I guy had comes you. out. Way too many. Way too, I had way too many, way too fast. And then immediately we said, oh, what's the show in the theater tonight? That's right. There's a hypnotist. So then I ran there, and he had already chosen his hypnotic subjects. But Stevie Boy, now fueled by the bubbles, and maybe I'm thinking of the headache I had the next day from champagne. I then run down the aisle to the stage. He's already has his people. Oh, my God, And there were like 1,500 people in the theater. It was packed. (laughs) No. Steve. And then he was like, oh, looks like we might have one more volunteer. I go right up on stage. Boom. Sit down. And it was essentially from there 30 minutes of improv because I was not hypnotized. Let me tell you. I was uh, drunk but aware of what was happening. And it ended with me uh, rapping in Japanese. Because he said, you are a global artist. Your your songs are huge everywhere. You're on tour in Japan. And as a sign of love for your Japanese fans, you have learned your hit song in Japanese. Oh, my God. I go up there, and I'm aware. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this. And then I go up. They play some music. And I make up words. People came up to me afterward. Family members saying, how did you do that? And I said, it wasn't Japanese. These were made up words that I made up. But I ended up Donna Valentine doing, you want to talk about secondhand embarrassment? Stevie Boy is out there doing call and response with the new hook to my hit song, Som Som Sipo Tepe. And I'm, so I'm saying, Som Som Sipo Tepe. And then I put the mic out, Donna, and people are saying it back to me. <laughs> Where do we? Play? I won a trophy for champion hypnotic subject that night. You won a trophy and you yes. you stormed your way onto stage. Yeah, I <laughs> Kanye did it, man. Oh my God, where do we get some champagne? Right. Oh, oh well, that's so, awesome. So, sip it to pay. You say. <laughs> you say. <laughs> He's just up there waving his arm back and forth. My brother, Scooty, was legitimately dumbfounded. And a couple other aunts and uncles, how did you do that? That was crazy. And I was like, guys, I had seven champagnes in a span of a sitcom last night. Oh, gosh. Oh, shoot. That's probably real uh, politically incorrect. I blame... All right, in that case, I was hypnotized. (laughs) I was hypnotized. I was under mind control. All right, here's what we're going to do. When we come back, uh, we're going to get into confessions because it is Tuesday and we do confessions. So you remember the the woman who put Gorilla Glue in her hair? Yes. And it uh, went really poorly and she hasn't been able to move her hair. Yes. Well, there's an update to what she has now done to her hair to try to get it to move again. Gorilla Glue has also spoken out. Uh, Our confession question today. Tell us about your epic fail. We've all had one in life at some point. Mm. Give us a call. Don't be shy. Maybe you also misused a product. You may have. Yep.
give us a call for that. Hell, we'll take anything. 651-641-1071. Call now. Tell us about your fail. That's next. Welcome back to the Donna and Steve show. Gorilla Glue is meant gate. to glue things. Gate. Did you say gl- Gorilla Glue? Gorilla Glue, glue Gate. Glue Gate. Uh, you know, you're not supposed to use that stuff on your eyes or your skin or your clothing. You know? Well, this woman found out a little too late. Although there was a one omission from what you just mentioned. So if you haven't heard about this, over the weekend, a woman named Tessica Brown from Louisiana went viral. She posted a video about how she had used Gorilla Glue instead of hairspray. She had run out of hairspray. This kind of like, I've used these gluey kind of products before intended for your hair in a really nice hold. She didn't have that. So she thought I'll use Gorilla Glue instead. Smash cut to her hair hasn't moved in a month Mm -hmm. at all. She went to the ER to try to get it you know out she tried 22 hours of trying different things to get that glue out nothing worked i mean like medical grade uh nail polish remover all these weird things she was discharged and the hospital told her to keep using rubbing alcohol on her hair but it hasn't worked so now tessica has apparently hired an attorney she's thinking about suing gorilla glue the label on the gorilla glue spray says not to use it on eyes skin or clothing, but it doesn't, it doesn't mention, hair. mention hair. Uh-oh. Shibes, being semen, yes. are about to be on the case. Now, Gorilla Glue put out a response yesterday. Here's what they said. Uh, we are aware of this situation, and we are very sorry to hear about the unfortunate incident that Miss Brown experienced using our spray adhesive on her hair. This is a unique situation because this product is not indicated for use in or on hair as it is considered permanent. Our spray adhesive states in the warning label, do not swallow, do not get in eyes, on skin, or on clothing. It is used for craft, home, auto, or office projects to Mm -hmm. mount things to surfaces such as paper, cardboard, wood, laminate, and fabric. We are glad to see her recent in her recent video that Miss Brown has received medical treatment from her local medical facility. We do wish her the best. And also, we are sorry to hear about these unfortunate incidents. Um, will there be a lawsuit? It doesn't say hair. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I mean, come on. Give me a break. She's already got $13,000 from a GoFundMe. That'll pay for the lawyer. Mm, yeah, but Shibes B and Seaman would say we could get more. We could get more. So let's talk about epic fails. Good luck to her. Do you have to? Do you have to put everything on a label now? Like yes, really I though. Guess. Is that what we've come to? That's why it all says that. Well, this goes back to the McDonald's. Remember? Yeah. yeah. Too hot but coffee. Watch mm. that documentary. There's a documentary about that. And by the way, that woman got her name dragged through the mud. The woman who sued when. She wasn't nearly as much of a lawsuit chaser as you might think. Hmm. That came out at Sundance maybe 10 years ago. Anyway, here's a funny thing. We have asked on our Facebook question, talk about record breaking. Mm-hmm. We have asked on our Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Here's how it was worded. Donna and Steve want you to, colon, tell us about your epic fail. Mm-hmm. Dot, dot. Hannah didn't even add a third dot. To complete the ellipses. Hmm. That's how over us she is. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a first in Don and Steve show history. Hmm. (laughs) There are zero 
responses. None at all. Mm-hmm. Zero. Mm-hmm. I think it's too generic. Now, I thought that would open it up because you thought the question would be, maybe we had a miscommunication. You thought that the question would be, uh, tell us about a time that you misused a product. Mm-hmm. And then I said, why don't we generalize it more? Mm-hmm. Tell us about uh, your epic fail. Yeah. That clearly has not worked at all. It doesn't even look like a real Facebook post on our MyTalk. Go follow us on uh, Facebook it's a ghost if you don't already. Town. There's tumbleweed going It looks right weird. It almost looks like it's a broken post. We do have calls, by the way. Have... I was hoping yes. that the phones were ringing These off the These ladies hook. have been waiting very patiently. Let's start with Lori. Hey, Lori. Hi, Lori. Hey, how are you? We're good. Real Thank good. you for calling. Good. Well, mine's really embarrassing. When I was seven, I wanted to know how blind kids rode their bike. Hmm. So I came down our street, closed my eyes, ran into the tree in front of our yard. Mm-hmm. No problem. No big deal. The next day, I went down a huge hill. The wheel came off. Horrible accident. Oh, no. I had a huge black eye. I was gun up and ran home bleeding. My brother went and got my bike. My mom couldn't figure out what happened. And I said, well, the day before, I just wanted to know how blind people rode their bike, and I did hit the tree, and that probably (laughs) loosened the tire. So Kids are so weird. Now you know, though. (laughs) So now I know. By the way, I think the answer to that question may have been they don't. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And and 53 years later, yep, now I I, I got it. Oh, that's hilarious. That is just such a sweet, you know, naively (laughs) sweet idea that a child would have. Yes. Yeah. Oh, they... Huge black eye. Oh. You guys have a great day. Oh, thank you, Maggie. Yeah, Lori, <laughs> stop it. Bye. Lori. Right. Bye, Lori. Um, oh, that's funny. Let's see what Aaron has to say. Aaron, thank you so much for holding. Hello. Hi. Hey, so Aaron. what was your epic fail? Well, it was my first run-in with tequila. Mm. <laughs> you know, tequila makes your clothes fall off. Well, this time it didn't but (laughs) we were watching the movie alien and i thought for sure i could do that put your hand on the table with a knife and go between your fingers oh my gosh (laughs) needless to say i have a scar on both sides of my finger from where the paring knife went all the way through oh Oh my my gosh that is giving me the (laughs) ebgbs oh my gosh Oh. But I didn't feel it till the next day, so it was okay. Oh, my oh, sweet sassy molassy. Oh, my gosh. A couple more shots of tequila, and I was fine. Oh, <laughs> my God, Aaron. Thank you for Thank calling. Thank you, Aaron. Oh, yikes. Whoa. 651-641-1071. Did you have an epic fail in life? Share it with us. I have a stupid one. Yeah. My friends still make fun of me for this. So, you know... I sometimes you do something so much that you think you can do it with your eyes closed. <laughs> Back to Maggie. <laughs> right? I know. And that's not her name. Um, so for so many years, I had been wearing lip liner, right? Sure. And I could do it in the dark without looking, without a mirror. And I was in Mexico. Talk about tequila. Tequila. Okay. We were just hanging out. 
couple of girlfriends and me and I went in my purse and I'm like picked out the pencil and started putting it on my lips and my friend Shelly goes Donna that's really dark and I'm like oh I could do this the back of my hand you know I was putting black lip not lip liner but eyeliner Uh, on my lips so (laughs) while I did it perfectly I just used the wrong pencil but it was a very funny visual that is funny oh thanks Steve oh you're thanks for letting me be vulnerable yeah Uh, that's why we love you uh who's on the line Sharon! 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 Hi, Sharon. It's actually Sharon Lee, by the way. Oh, hi, Sharon uh, Lee. Hi, Sharon Lee. Hi! Hey! 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 Okay. <laughs> Something I learned pre planning. Um, I had a firefighter boyfriend, that's another story, but um, he, um, he was a uh, mountain biker. And so he was going, uh, there was this uh, bridge. And so he went up the bridge. And then he went along it, and then he rode off of it, right? And yeah. I thought, oh, that looks good. Okay, I'll do that. <laughs> that looks good. <laughs> and so I got on the bridge, and I went along, and then I, I'm in the air trying to get off, and I suddenly dawns on me that, oh, my God, I think there's technique involved in this. <laughs> uh, oh, no. <laughs> and I just went straight down oh, the no. front um, and my ribs went into the handlebars, and I'm laughing the entire time, and I had cracked ribs. Whoa. <laughs> oh, gosh, Sharon Lee. You, I just couldn't stop laughing how stupid of me to think, oh, I can do anything. <laughs> well, if that's if you were following him, it's like, oh, he's going down. I guess I'm going down. Well, he just went off. He lifted the handlebars, and it never occurred to me to do that. Oh, man. Oh, man. Well, glad you're okay now, Sharon Lee. Oh, yeah. I was embarrassed, but it was funny. <laughs> Thank you for calling. All right. Bye. Have a good day. You too. Bye. Uh, Grant, who are we going to next? Let's go to Lisa on the phone right now. Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Guten Tag. Hi, Oh, real good. Better Thanks for now asking. That you called. But we want to know about your epic fail. Oh, it was the stupidest thing I've ever done in my life. I bought a new blender and I tried out a new like fruit smoothie recipe. And after I took out the blender, I licked between the blades to taste it because no. I wasn't thinking. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh my gosh! Did you cut your tongue? I did, but it wasn't that bad, and I think it was because it was, like, brand new, so the blades are, like, super sharp, and they just made super clean cuts. Oh, my word. Oh, these are giving me... A couple of these have really, like... Yeah, giving I, me, me the Heebie-jeebies. Like, yes. I'm just like, I don't want to know the rest. Oh, my gosh. Thank you, Lisa. My wife had a much more tame blender story but it always happens with the blender where she was checking the consistency is this finished or not and then looked in without the lid being on oh that's funny and then then, boom it splatters up it goes up (laughs) on her face it goes on the cabinets it goes everywhere oh my god that's so fun uh we got two more calls all right Uh, let's go to sarah hi sarah hi guys how are you oh we're doing so good tell us about your epic fail okay so mine was kind of like a product problem so when I was in fourth grade, my little friend and I were making cookies, and we look at the recipe, and we're getting the ingredients out, and it calls for vegetable oil. We look in the cabinet, can't find any. But we go, oh, there's corn syrup. Corn's a vegetable. That'll probably work. <laughs> and so we used corn syrup instead and just made the biggest mess because it was just goo, and her mom was not so happy. Oh, my with God. Us. 
after that. Fun. But now I know that corn is a vegetable, but corn syrup and vegetable oil are not the are same. Are very different. <laughs> not the same. That's different. well said. Oh, oh, thank you, for, thank the you call. for calling, Sarah. We also Sarah, have, have a good one, guys. You too. Kathy said she mistakenly used lidocaine, which is a numbing, uh, you know, yes, it thingy, is. as toothpaste. First thing I did when I got to Vegas. Wow, that sucks for That's the rest of the trip. Bl- bl- she's just blubbering around. Right. Uh, let's go to Nikki. Hi, Nikki. Oh, Nikki, Hi. you're so fun. Hi. <laughs> Hi. What was your epic I, fail? I get that all the time. Um, my epic fail was when I was 12. I was going to be a witch for Halloween. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson. Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Halloween. I was getting ready to go to school and nobody was home. So I got the bright idea of mixing water, flour, and green food coloring together. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, I thought it would work. Put it on my face. It was even cool because the flower didn't mix very well, so it looked like I had warts on my face. Yeah. <laughs> By the time I got home from school, it was paste because water and flour, yeah, water and flour together makes paste. Yes. Oh. And it took a lot of soap and a lot of scrubbing to get it off my face. To get the green off or just the paste itself? Just the paste itself. Well, and Nikki, now I'm sure there's a part of you that thinks about this Gorilla Glue story of the woman spraying it in her hair, thinking, well, maybe this is a good idea. And I bet your heart breaks for her a little bit. Hair hasn't moved in a month. Um, Not really. Okay. <laughs> All right, Nikki. Okay, well, we connect with our listeners, Steve. Stupid. Yeah. All right, why don't you go Bye, and work Nikki. on your empathy, Nikki? <laughs> Thanks, Steve. I will, and I love you guys. We love you, Nikki. <laughs> we love you, too. Bye. Thank you, everybody, for the calls. And uh, for those of you who didn't respond on Facebook, yeah. um, <laughs> Steve's fault. Uh, when we come back for the final stretch of the Donna and Steve show, um, oh, did you guys see this? Remember the streaker from the Super Bowl that we talked about? Oh, yeah, yeah. Somebody put him into a video game. <laughs> it's Do we up- still have the play-by-play, too? To the no, that would be great. But uh, I'll tell you about that, and then Steve will tell us about his Smoking Steve segment that's coming up on TC. Oh, you heard? Yes, and then, hey, can we squeeze in Joe Pesci, too? Oh, yeah, you got to see inside of Joe Pesci's house. All right, we'll get to all of that coming up next. All right, we're back. Final stretch of the Donna and Steve show. Oh, Ah, Just when I go to harmonize. Yeah, but you suck. All right. Okay. Uh, so, stuff to tell you. Okay. Me go first? You go first. You guys probably know what this uh, t- 
Tech Mobile. Yes, is? great. Yes, Super Tech Mobile. Tech Mobile. It's an old school game. It okay, was it looks on old. a Nintendo or Atari. I think there was Nintendo. a Nintendo version. Yeah, I think I played this actually. Sweep right, Grant, and you could just take it to the house with Bo, Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson every time. Yeah, every time. Yeah. Oh my god, it's fun because they have like the little number one, the little number two. Yeah. Oh, that run, 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 run. Okay, <laughs> I'm playing. Um, somebody put the streaker into remixed it as the classic Tecmo Super Bowl video game. <laughs> it's really, it's really cute. Uh, oh, and he's and going then, to the four. Oh, and then security's out there. There. Oh, and he splits them. When he did that, that was a really good move. Two guys converged, and then he slides at the one. He would have been down at the one, Grant. I didn't even know. I didn't even know there were players on the field. I thought it was like while the players were like. No, they were on the field, and then so he broke funny. away to the other side of the stadium, and then. <laughs> Security's trying to come together and get him, but then he slid at the one. Technically, and I think a, a review would show this. He would have been down at the one, didn't get a touchdown. I saw that this. It might be a joke, but he, there's something out there saying that he's he had more yards than the whole Chiefs offense <laughs> in the game. <laughs> him running back and forth. Oh, sure, yeah. Didn't he start at one end? Yeah, I guess. And then if you count the whole back and forth thing, people, some guy went and added it all up. And there's a rumor out there. I'm not so not confirming funny. nor denying. Oh my god! So that's my my favorite thing from today. I wanted to share with fun. you guys. Uh, there is a fun but weird post. It's about Joe Pesci's house. Okay, is this real? I don't know because it's on Twitter. I see a, a I'm on a website this morning. And they said Joe Pesci's house is everything I hoped Joe Pesci's house would be, and it's this guy Josh Goldblum. <laughs> that's not true. There's then, no way. Okay, now click on these photos, Donna. Are we going to link this up? I will link it. Right, we'll link I it already up. did. Come no, on. But, no, no, but hear me out. So there is one room that makes it unbelievable. It's an old couch from the 80s, and it's just a bunch of Joe Pesci things, uh, movie posters hung on the wall, a lethal weapon, pinball machine, and you think, yeah, right. But <laughs> keep scrolling through. Other sides of the game room just looks really, you know, old-timey game room, but he's in his 80s. But when you go through, it is indeed Oh. A very big mansion. I only see like three pictures. If you look at the, f- I know, but when you get to the third, it looks like a Miami Beach kind of a house. And he probably said, eh, "I don't want to redo it. I don't want to update it. This is fine." What you don't like? It? You know, it gives it away to me a little bit. Is the so he's got like a bar yeah. in the lower level with those ugly couches, and it's that Italian kind of glass. You know what I mean? Like it's, yes. it's very prominent in Italian American homes when I was growing up in Jersey. To have that kind of, at the time, it was very modern. I'm sure, yeah. But are you just going to fill your house with pictures of you? Yes. I don't think it's his house. I think that's one big movie viewing room where they did that. But again, go to the third photo, the living room. Yeah. I, yeah. Okay. You the, know? With the carousel? The, yes. The, I can see the third photo, but the first one, where if you look in the back window, guys, it looks like there's a townhome next to it. Or it could be another wing. Donna, let me know. <laughs> What's it like to live like the Habs? <laughs> it's a lot of movie memorabilia, whoever lives here. Oh, and then he posted another one. And he oh. said, every room is a gem. This, I don't know. This is not Joe Pesci's house. You can decide for yourself, my talk listeners. I don't know. Uh, Donna and I just sent each other food pictures. Yeah. I said, I ate three of these. I'm so fat. You showed me your lasagna. (laughs) It looks pretty good, right? Well, okay. Here's the problem. It's a white sauce, by the way. Yeah. It's tough to take a good picture of food. Yeah, you have to have the right lighting. And so your first, like... 
the focus seems off. It's just it's face down on the. You want to show the layers of lasagna? This looks like it was splattered on by a lunch lady who just wasn't having any more of your crap. Oh, I see what you're saying. It doesn't. It's not. That's not a pretty. Like, don't ever post that on Instagram. Oh God, no! And it's on a paper plate. And it's on a paper. I never eat on regular plates. I always eat on paper plates. Sorry, hang on. Who is killing the planet? All right, I had to update my file. Me People, and Donna, because I do this. Hey! Right, I don't want to do the dishes. Hey, I'm saving water, biatch. Hey, hey! Donna! Hey! I'm Tony Balunovich. Now, Grant, <laughs> I just sent you a steak picture, or a steak video. <laughs> it's a steak video. So now, Donna, I want you to know, uh, you'll see this today, 3 o'clock on uh, Channel 5, actually at 4 o'clock. Twin Cities Live at 4. Okay. It's going to be Smoke and Steve, the reverse seared steak. It actually shows pinker in this video than it was in real life. It's very much medium. That looks almost like it's medium rare. It looks too Not, rare for me. I'd be like... No, it was, like I said, the oh. video shows a little bit pinker. It's a reverse seared New York strip steak, which is what I'm teaching today on uh, Twin Cities Live. Not the best cut. Onovich here. People call me the king of cold cuts. <laughs> you should start your segment. I'm Tony Bolonovich. Every time you talk about smoked meats now, that's that's it. <laughs> the king of cold cuts. I do love a cold oh, cut. I love Boy, I love a cuts. hoagie. Oh, good set. I could eat a hoagie sandwich. every day for the rest of my life. Every single day. You me know too. what the secret is to a good hoagie? Is what? It's the oil and vinegar mix with oregano that's the secret oh and you got to have a little red onion on there that's the secret you don't know any secrets when uh, it comes to food secret. yeah i do the, this meat by the way steve yeah. mm, i i'm like that's like i'm having a moment in here yeah he's yeah. Like licking his chops over there oh what am i gonna smoke this weekend uh how about some fish how about donna, some smoked salmon donna uh elizabeth just gave me a couple cedar planks there you go. I think I might take you up on You're it. You're welcome. You're my buddy. Thank you, everybody, for the calls. Thank you for the lack of Facebook responses. Yeah, you guys really <laughs> sucked it up. Today. Emails. We appreciate you. Colleen and Bradley are coming in next. We'll see you back here tomorrow at night.